Udi is very famous to be <laughs> occupying couches and sofas in the clubs. And talking to and people. And talking to people. In the best seats. In the best seats in the, in the house. Come this this is like so opposite for me. Like if I go to a club, I cannot talk. Like I even get annoyed when people talk to me. <laughs> Unless it's cute and so I'm fine. But like I don't want like this. Like if someone talk to me and like, ask me, like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, really annoyed. <laughs> you know, what's your name? Where are you from? How old are you? It's like, oh, irrelevant. Go away. <laughs> everybody to another episode of Hee Hee Haha Berlin. In one of our last episodes, we were talking about heaven. Remarkably, the terms electro music, dark rooms and festivals were quite prominent in our attempt to explain what heaven means to us. In other words, the link between the topic of heaven and the topic of clubbing was quite striking. Today, I would like to explore with you girls the link between heaven and clubbing and more generally what clubbing means to you. My name is Udi and here is Wei and Ariel with me in the studio. Hello. Hello, this is Ariel. Hi, this is Wei. Hello everybody, hello Wei, hello Wei. So, let's start by a small um, journey that I will take you through. I ask you to close your eyes, take okay. a moment, mm-hmm. right? Take a moment and let your mind bring you to your favorite club. Oh, which one? <laughs> you are standing at the dance floor. Mm-hmm. You can choose where exactly, either close to the DJ, in the back, in the darkness, in the light. What do you see around you? How does it sound like? What do the people around you do? How do they move? Should we say it? Or just you can say imagine it. Say. If, if you have something to, you feel like you can share, it would be interesting actually. How, how does it look like? Why? Where are you? I'm in the suicide club. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is the club I went to after we talked about heaven. <laughs> in the same night? On the same night, yes. Yeah. Feeling very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the suicide club. Uh, it's pretty dark. Neon lights flying around. Around me are many gorgeous people. Mm-hmm. Dressing revealing the <laughs> <laughs> and uh, DJ is playing very nice chilling house music mm. everyone just going with the music uh, and uh, me as well um, floating with it nice. mm. thank you way mm. Ariel, would you like to share how it looks like at your club? Sure. Um, I think I chose the uh, Grismuller, mm-hmm. the club Grismuller, which is no longer exists. And then I am in this one big, uh, the biggest dance floor that they have. And then there's like people around him, around me, but they're a bit blurry. And then I kind of have hear this like disco-y techno song is playing and then i see there is a giant triangle of light sort of like going from the dj to the back and it's like white and green and purple and people are like waving their arms sort of in a wavy forming the number eight sort of thing kind of thing yeah wow 
this smoky. <laughs> sounds amazing. It sounds so overwhelming when you both of you share how, how it feels like to be in a club. I want you to I want to ask you now to come back to the studio. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> um, now, uh, I want to start by exploring a bit um, your experience with clubbing in rather in general terms, let's say. Let's start by the question of when did you last time go to, to a club? Okay, I can start. Um, I just went uh, last Thursday. And Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so today is Monday, right? Today is Monday, yes. So two days ago, three days oh, ago. Wow. Okay, yes. go. Mm -hmm. Ariel? Oh my god. When was the last time I went to a club? Uh, I don't actually remember. Maybe a month ago? Two months ago? And... Next, <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes sense because I, I think we went I went with you and uh, and also with you Wayne mm. I think it was for me the last time I've been to a club. cocktail cocktail right mm. ah right club so, so that was about two months I think something so. like this. Yeah, yeah it was very cold I remember in the winter true mm. what was the longest stay that you had in a club longest take <laughs> longest stay um. I think for me would be like probably nine hours. Nine hours. Yeah, like going in around midnight or eleven ish, and then you leave the club or I left the club around nine o'clock or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like you, you leave the room, you open the door, and you are like, oh my god, it's like <laughs> outside, it's like bright, bright, it's. It's morning again. <laughs> <laughs> you enter in, in, in darkness and you leave it uh, in a new day. Yes, starting a new day <laughs> and I'm leaving the club. What about you, Ariel? I think quite similar, but maybe I remember one time maybe coming at midnight and then leaving at midday. So 12 to 12. Yeah. That's very mm, long. That's time. quite long, yeah. Oh, okay. Not bad. Not not so good decision. <laughs> Why not? Hmm. For you, it's a bit too tired after that. I think. It's tiring. But it was a nice party. <laughs> um, thank you for sharing this. Mm -hmm. um, what about you, Udi? The longest I think it was. Oh, maybe I I I think around nine hours maybe mm. as well. But I remember there was one one. Maybe even the last party at cocktail when it was in Grismule yeah. that uh, um, I went there once during the night and then I, I was there with Ariel and then we went to sleep and then we woke up in the morning and we went again. Ah. It was within the 72 hours of the party. True. We went twice. We went twice. Ah. That was quite Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. This I remember like the longest clubbing experience that mm. they oh then I have that too yeah, yeah? yeah. I think it happened to me also Ooh, yeah went home for a rest and then you go again in which clubs I think also cocktail yeah yeah uh -huh. mm. because yeah. like from Saturday till Monday morning so oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so well I think you can say we have some experience with clubbing mm -hmm. in Berlin now I want to take you to the first clubbing experience you had in Berlin okay how was this experience for you, Ariel? When was it? So, I think it was in winter in 2019. Um, I, I don't think it's the first time, but it's one of the first, maybe the first crazy party that I went. It was also cocktail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's always cocktail. But I remember um, going first to a, a pre-party kind of. I think we we came at midnight to the house and then I was waiting for the longest time for us to go to the party but then turns out they were planning to go at 4 a.m. and then oh. so we were there in the house for four hours 
I was so confused. That was my first time, but then everyone was just chill and sort of, I don't know. So just, it was like a pre-party. It was a pre-party, yeah. Until four o'clock. Until four o'clock <laughs> in the morning, and then I was like, "This is what they do here in Berlin." <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready to go to bed, like before I came to the pre-party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we we went to the party. I think they were wise because the line was not so long. By that time, and then when I went inside, I was like very different to what I know about a club or a party because also back then Greece Muller was sort of like this weird warehouse situation near the river, a bit of outside, inside. So there was like a lot of spaces to go around, and then I think that was like made the biggest impression to me that even how it looks like and How you feel to be in 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 a party is not just in one room, sort of with the DJ and the bar. Kind of. It has like an outside garden area, yeah, yeah. and then some ruin stuff around, laying yeah. around, and it was like also next to a river. I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a very untypical party yeah. location. And even th- even then, inside there was like a maze, and then there mm. was like stairs up and down, sort of you know. Like, Different rooms. Yeah. yeah, sounds like you you go on a journey, kind of. Yes, dark rooms. Yeah, so yeah. much to, to explore. Hmm. What about you, Wei? I think my first party in Berlin was Schmutz. Oh, so classic. Yeah, yeah, the classic one, the one uh in Merindam, which was a very historical uh, club, and uh, I think it was very uh, it was very funny. I remember. That was just like first first month I arrived in Berlin, and then I have two girlfriends. They 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 visit me, and um, we we're like, okay, let's go out. And then they were like, okay, let's let's go to a gay club. Mm. And then we didn't know where to go, and um, so we didn't even. I think I don't know why that time we didn't even look at internet. Maybe there was no internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what year was this? Two thousand six, I think. Anyway, we no went internet. no internet. That's no internet back then. <laughs> we went to uh, we actually went to uh, tourist information, and one of my friends, uh, um, Therese, oh, God bless her. She <laughs> she went to ask because we are, I was very shy, and she went to ask the tourist information. So which one is the 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 gay club to to go? <laughs> and then the lady point and draw like there was like a map of Berlin. And she made a circle uh, of uh, of um, Schwutz and Marindam, and then that's the club we went. To. Wow! So yeah, that was my first first wow, club. Wow! Part of history. Yeah, yes, it was very yeah, and it, and like you said, yeah, like when inside, it's like very unexpected because like it looks very kind of shabby, kind of broken, but at the same time pretty cool. So. Um, it's not Polish. It's not modern. It just, it just mix with everything, and then uh, somehow trashy also in a way, uh, but very very cool. Like and um, the vibe was very very cool. So and but I think I remember that night was actually a lesbian night. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you could blend in very well. So it was uh, the two uh, girlfriend with with my they were like actually they got hit down. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. So that was my first club experience wow. in Berlin. Beautiful. It's funny that you say Schwitz because for me it was also the first club in Berlin. Yeah, you mentioned the yeah. first episode. Exactly. When with the the queer Easter uh, seminar, we went there all together. Ah, right. Yes. yes, unforgettable experience for sure. Definitely. Mm. What was your impression there? My impression was that uh, it was very very poppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, really reminds me a lot from the scene that I knew back then from Tel Aviv. Um, that was I was familiar with this scene back then, more. Um, but the, the um, people look different to me. This is what I remember. Mm. How different? How different? I think the fashion looked different, and yeah, they all look kind of German to me. Like, <laughs> well, maybe because they were German. Yes. No. <laughs> you mean they were right. all blonde and stuff? Or yes. I mean, in fact, yeah. I think it was also kind of striking for me that like you see a lot of blonde people all of a sudden. Mm. For me, like 
uh, coming from from the Middle Eastern, uh, predominantly uh, how do you say racial uh, profile mm. people, mm. Pro- profile of <laughs> coming from a region that is uh, considered to be Middle Eastern when it comes to uh, race racial characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, to see all of a sudden all these uh, Aryan blonde guys, boys, mm. it was kind of mm. uh, something exciting. New. Exciting. Yes, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking about experiences that we have collected since two thousand six to two thousand nineteen. Oh my god, two thousand nine. I would say something like this mm-hmm. for me. And I, I wonder, like you, we experienced so many different clubs already, and Berlin is also known for having vivid and diverse clubbing scene. So maybe we can list a bit uh, or share um, the different types of clubs that you know, different music genres, uh, genres. This is how you say genres, genres uh, that you explored already in the city. What are the main uh, clubs or types of clubs, let's say. I mean, types of music. I haven't really explored much because I mean, I came in 2019 and then I only have six months and then Corona hits and right. then basically cause all the clubbing to stop. But um, so I haven't been to many clubs in Berlin, but I know like the techno. I know there's a lot of different kind of techno. There's more like, also there's more like trance, there's more house. There's also more disco, like horseman disco. That's all I know. And short sweet pop music. And uh, what is it? Schlager? Schlager. Schlager. Mm, Schlager. Schlager. Mm, mm. Which Schlager sure. is? What, what, what do you Folk explain? music. Folk music. German, German folk. Yeah. German folk music. Yeah. Yeah. What about you know more? I think types. yeah, I think I think Berlin definitely offer all kinds of um, clubbing experience. I mean, they are like, um, yeah, of course. Even like in techno, I think you can already differentiate different type of techno. Oh. Some are some are more 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 much more much darker, and some it's been more lighten up and. Um, I think there were also like fetish clubs, mm. um, like a club which is a bit more more kinky, more more sexy. Mm. Um, there's also like, I think there was also jazz jazz club I've been to, um, and uh, there were also club I went. They were with with Latin American music, like yeah. Latino music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's, I think probably everything you can think of, uh, you can you can find in Berlin. Yeah. I, I also comes to my mind is the gay Hanna with the kind of more oriental. Ah music. yes, oriental True. music. True. Yes, like yeah, oriental poppy music. Yeah. Yeah. And in general, I think to me what like it's very queer usually the vibe, at least in the clubs that we go to. Yeah. They are. They are also. Uh, no, they are also straight clubs that, and and they also have like. Like over thirty, like over thirty right. parties, over forties yeah. parties, and um, do we have like <laughs> under twenties party? No, I don't know. You, yeah, you have different, and I think I think maybe in because we only go to uh, more 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 gay more queer parties. So um, but yeah. you also went to like eighties party or nineties? Yeah, there were also eighties parties, nineties yeah. okay. parties, R and B parties. Uh, rock and roll? No, no drum and bass. Uh, yeah, actually yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 So there is really like so many things to explore in when it comes to clubbing. Mm. Um, but what I I wonder then if there is so much to explore here, it's so much to experience. Um, I mean, it makes sense that people say that uh, that clubbing in Berlin is usually a very unique experience. But I wonder, nevertheless, what what makes this experience so unique to Berlin in comparison to uh, clubbing in other countries you have been to? I think for me, at least, um, Berlin clubbing experience is very unique because it's really 
about enjoying the moment, and it's very personal. I find, because in club normally people dancing with themselves, and where, for example, when I come from Taiwan, it's like a lot of、uh, people go dan they dancing a group, they go they go dancing with friends. And so on, and I find in Berlin, it's of course you go with your friends, but like when you are in a club, it's very your very own personal experience with the club, with the music. You are more often you are actually like along with the music, so you really dive into music without much、uh, distraction. You are more like enjoying yourself,、um, and it's not so much of a social. Event that you go with your friends and then you dancing together. For me, this is much less.、Uh, for me, it's more like、um, one one person experience with the club. But nevertheless, you you do have some、uh, engagement with other people around you, right? Yes, this for sure. But、uh, but like、mm, like you 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 might meet new people there. You might have new social contact. But at least for me, it's never really. Uh, a lot to do with the people I hang out with. It's more about I'm going to a club tonight. I'll go with my friends, but I will have a whole new experience through. I don't know. Maybe I meet new people. Maybe yeah, I hang out with other people, or maybe I just dance alone. So this、uh, experience is always very unique for me.、Mm. And um, where you like I go out in Taiwan, then it's very much with with my friend. So like you, you, and it's not so much about dancing. I found much of time is about like drinking together, talking together. You dance a bit, and then you you live together somehow like this. So it's more the thing you do with friends, for example. When when was the last time you've been clubbing in Taiwan? Oh, five years ago, I think. Five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Right before Corona, kind of. Yeah, that was before Corona, and um also also I don't know at at least from. In Taiwan, when the club I went to, for me it was more about performance. Also,、mm. it's like a lot of shows.、Um, there are also people like there. They dress up. You know, they 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 really dress very fancy clothes. They go there and then it's for me. It seems like to put on a show. Yes. You know? yes. It seems like a show, and which is nice, of course. But like where here in Berlin, it's more about you enjoy yourself. So everyone just normally they wear the clothes which is the most comfortable one, so they can they can dance the whole night long. Of course, they will have a bit fashion, but I think comfort is always the very main important element of the outfit. Yeah. Well, let let me <laughs> disagree. You disagree? Oh, okay. No, no. I mean, I agree in 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 some way. Is it okay?、Yeah. I agree in some way that、um, I do associate also clubbing in Jakarta as like. There's a lot of performance that people put on. Like、yes. you, you you go there, you go with your friends to drink, more more to drink to get drunk, and then like a bit of dancing because you're fucking drunk, <laughs> and not because you like the music. It's like you're drinking until you like the music, and like people are like singing to the music. Sometimes you don't like the music, and then you like you don't want to sing to the music. Come、oh, on, like, and、um, but anyway, but about the comfort, like I do agree that people don't. Exactly, like you don't need to wear like a button-up shirt、mm. and then like fancy pants and then like fancy shoes to be able to get in the club. You can do whatever you want, but I just disagree because I always go to the club with my platform、uh, shoes. Ah,、uh, with your nice <laughs> shoes, just, just to just to be a bit taller. <laughs> and because it does feel nice to wear it in the club. No, of course it's 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 yeah. the yeah the the fashion of course is important, but it's just like um I think at least like I I. This is the the observation is I think people like care about how comfort, very important because if everyone is going to dance until the morning, so then it's like they are not going to have like high heels, for example, women like in high heels. This is very like less you don't see this much here.、Yeah. Where in Taiwan the club like women of of course high heels, you must wear high heels. So otherwise you don't get in. <laughs> otherwise you don't get yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ariel, how would you describe what is、uh, unique about、uh, Berlin clubbing in comparison to clubbing elsewhere? I think I would say, similar to what Wei said, that there is an ex- like personal experience there, but also there is this, there's this always this, every time I go to party, there is a bit of like this journey. It always starts somewhere with like a certain group of friends, and then. 
um, you go to different rooms, different music, and then it's sort of like you experience different world or like different stages in the party almost throughout the night. And then if you, you make a film or make a story out of it, it's like it could have a different set almost. Like you have different characters. You, you have different backgrounds kind of, you know. So it's like it's a like little episodic, like little episodes throughout the night, which is kind of weird when you like think about it in the morning you're like wow you went through so much the whole I night. know it's like <laughs> I've, I've grown so much I've learned so much every time <laughs> yeah um, and then also I um, I don't know if it's like unique about Berlin or is it like more I guess unique for me is that I dis- rediscover uh, my relationship with music and dancing through like Uh, techno in Berlin in a way that um, I didn't enjoy it before because it never really clicks to me but maybe because what Wei also said because it's such a personal experience with the music like you don't really dance and karaoke to the music with your friends that you just sort of internalize the music yourself and then just move however you felt like moving and then I felt that was a much more I would say authentic way of moving that you know, sometimes because like you're dancing in front of friends you feel embarrassed or like you feel like you're performing and I don't feel comfortable in doing that but because you're you're there with the music and all of your friends are sort of enjoying the music to themselves and then you just move however you want and then it feels more true you know it feels yeah. like you're not moving because you want to show people just because but because it feels like it's the right move to the music or to the time mm. yeah Yeah, you just I think you just move your body as as you go, no? Yeah. You you didn't plan, you just you just very let go, you very you're very free. And this is the the experience I only have in Berlin. Where for example in Taiwan, the, the last party I went to, um there was like a lot of um they play a lot of K-pop music there and then um all the people went there they they all learn learn the choreography 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 from the from the k-pop band right. and i don't know how they they probably learn it from youtube or what, whatever at home so there when the music is on like from the k-pop music they all dance with them with the movement they, they dance the same way yes they all know the routine everyone And this is like wow, nice, very impressive to see. But like after like ten minutes, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't want to look at you. I want to dance myself. I don't. I'm not there to watch a show. I'm go actually want to enjoy myself and then like to somehow I don't know develop my 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 experience tonight with the music, mm-hmm. and then this is then can only happen in Berlin, mm-hmm. uh, where there in Taiwan and then in this club I was very lost because I was. Feeling like wow, my God! Everyone is like so pretty. Everyone knows the routine, and like, I'm like suddenly clumsy there. I don't know how to move, and like, ugh, what is this? Yeah, you know, very weird. Who is this German boy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like, yeah. How 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 is it for you? Woody? For me, um, yeah, I think for sure the sense of moving freely, and I really like the darkness that I always sense in Berlin clubs. Mm. I think for me it was very, it was very. Different from what I knew from Haifa, from Tel Aviv, for example. But for some reason, I always felt like there is a lot of light, and I felt this pressure of like to perform somehow. Mm. So I felt that the darkness allows me more room to be myself, ah. be less judged by gaze, literally by gay gaze, gaze, gaze ah. the, the gaze of the gaze. Yeah. <laughs> so you think the darkness like uh, help? Yeah, for me, this like, atmosphere. Yes, yes. Mm. Darkness is for me for one of the characteristics that make Berlin clubbing unique. Uh, mm. Even though I think, like from my experience, things ch- changed also. I think I know now there is clubs that where there is a bit more light, or you can choose to be more in the light, but you can also choose to be uh, to remain in the darkness, which I really appreciate and, mm. and like. I, because I, I, I maybe like. For me, one of the experiences of going to clubs in Berlin is really is really related to the sense of sitting down and talk to people. Mm-hmm. I really like those corners where people would look uh, for themselves, where they can chill, just relax. You know, sit. Uh, you can still hear the music around you, but you can nevertheless sit and talk. And this is something I really like about 
Mm, what do you talk about? Wow. <laughs> so to all that hasn't that don't know Udi, Udi is very famous to be occupying couches and sofas in the clubs and talking to <laughs> and people. And talking to people. In the best seats <laughs> in the best seats in the in the house. Come this this is like so opposite for me. Like if I go to a club, I cannot talk. Like I even get annoyed when people talk to me. <laughs> Unless it's cute and so on, fine. But like I don't want like this. Like if someone talk to me, like ask me, like where are you from? I'm like oh, really annoyed. <laughs> you know what's your name? Where are you from? How old are you? It's like oh, irrelevant. Go away. <laughs> What would be relevant question? Oh, you're cute. <laughs> oh, so yes. no, no questions. Not the question. Not the question. Yes, and yeah. no. The point is, he has to be look cute. Then like, he can ask anything, of course. How can you see in the darkness? How can you see in the brilliant darkness? If in the darkness, um, actually, even the dark in the darkness, he looks fine. Then it's okay, <laughs> because the atmosphere makes him look good. Then it's also alright. Okay. <laughs> But just stay in the darkness, then it's fine. Alright. Yeah. Sounds like a co- compromise. Uh, so you see, like this game of darkness and and light uh, allows a lot of freedom to uh, different people in different ways. Um, but to answer your question, you're asking what I do, what I talk about. Let's mm. say I did my bachelor and my master, and now I'm finishing my PhD. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> while clubbing. While uh, clubbing? Uh, yeah, it was always throughout. so helpful for, throughout. Yeah, yeah, throughout clubbing, it was always so helpful for me to sit and to. Try to explain to people what is it that interests me in your thesis in my life in general. Now, usually, it's related to my thesis and to the things that I'm interested in academically. And they are interesting to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Some of them. Okay. No, I'm just sorry. Just curious. <laughs> you mean like you're using this experience to talking to people in the clubs to like test out your materials, kind of. Yeah. yeah, to see how people take it. It's it's a, a when you put it this way, it sounds to me a bit like a, a, a full of interests kind of encounter. But it's not the case. I'm really enjoying like to to share my world view. Mm. Like give see. one example. Can you give one example? What kind of question you will um, come up with? So I'm talking a lot about uh, experiences of Jews and Muslims uh, in, in general in Berlin, right? So usually you talk to people and either they are Germans or wherever they come from, sometimes they have some idea of who Jews are and who Muslims are. So usually they would kind of share from their experience, life experience, what they think about Jews and Muslims. Sometimes they would already know to explain what is the relation between Muslims and Jews from their life experience. And so, you talk about it in a club? Yeah. Oh my God. Where else? This this is a topic I will run away from. <laughs> I think I think actually I think one time uh, we went together and then there was you and Victor. You also you guys were like sitting there and then suddenly like talking about some very philosophical question or whatever. <laughs> and I and there was hey guys girls and then they were like asking me this question. I was like oh, okay no sorry I have to get out of here. <laughs> so I was like oh, no 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 I I cannot deal with this now. <laughs> so, so basically Udi is doing a field work. Good boy, that's like nice. Interviewing people, almost. Yes. Uh, Very good. Okay. But I, I'm also letting them interview me, so I'm happy to share. You know, mm, so it's okay. a mutual experience. Yeah. I Can see. you relate? It's something that I know. Way say he doesn't like doing this. What about you, Ariel? Talking in clubs. If they're cute, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you also talk about like superficial stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, like I do. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think. I've ever gotten to like deep conversations so far. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I think this is like because how 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 everyone see club clubbing uh, differently because for me it's it's a little bit like meditation. I think. Uh, like dancing for me, it's like also like my my cardio. You know, like my sport. <laughs> you go there to to do sport. It, it, for me, it's kind of sport because I really love. I really like dancing since child, and um, so if I go there, you know, you, you, you know, first of all, you have to be fit. You know, you want to be, you want to eat well, you want to have energy, and then you go there, so then you can have a good time. And then for me, it's always like, okay, if you dance, 
if I dance there, then it's really so many hours, and then really is like uh, burning burning your calories, whatever. And um, beside that, it's also for me, it's always kind of meditation because you really like during a week. Sometimes you have so much stress, whatever you have thought, and uh, when the moment that you enter that club, like you you sometimes this all this stress just just still you know uh, holding you, and then. Um, but in a club, sometimes I feel that would be my chance, you know, through the music, through the atmosphere, through the beats, um, that really can take me away from this, you know, a few moments, uh, um, I can be free from all this thinking, this stress, you know, I'm just diving myself into mm, the music. It's like a release. It's really a release. And yeah. sometimes actually... Believe it or not, sometimes actually good ideas come from there also. You know, when you're like dancing, you're like so suddenly because through movement, mm. you're sweating a little bit and then um, it's dopamine basically. <laughs> so you, you, you feel very happy and then suddenly the problems and the stress kind of you, I don't know, sometimes you got a new perspective about it. Uh -huh. And then so it's like, oh, cling, you know, you, you or, or at least at the moment you feel like, okay, well, you look, you look away the problems, you're like, okay, don't think about it, you know, just enjoy the moment now, and then we will worry about this on Monday, for example. So, for me, this is always a meditation. Wait, so you say uh, you do you go clubbing mostly for sport and the sense of uh, meditate and to reflect on everyday life experience through this moment of letting go. Mm. Uh, Ariel, what about you? Why, why would you go clubbing? Because it's fun. <laughs> um, I think there is some some part of like release also. I think um, there is there is always a moment in the club that you want that I would feel like this is the time to like like move my body in a way that sort of I don't usually do because I don't really do sport. <laughs> <laughs> you see, life. yeah. You need uh, cardio, darling. <laughs> I don't need cardio. I didn't. It's too much work. Mm. Um, no, that's why you're doing a club. Yeah, true. That's true. Mm. And I, why do I go to, uh, to have fun? I think mostly to dance. I miss always miss this moment of like being in like in these spaces, like to have this atmosphere. I think a lot, like everything, just adds up to like, to to this release of like the stress and the worries, anxiety, and all of that, and also to for me, it's also another point of that. It's I always go to like queer clubs mostly, and so I think there is this need to be surrounded by queer people. So I think going to one of the reasons to go to a club is also to be in a queer space. That is to know that everyone's around me queer or gay, whatever. And I think it's it's fun and it's it's hot too. So yeah, I get it. I get <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also like like um you going if you're going to club in Berlin, it's also kind of like um because. Um, a lot of people actually, it's, for me, it's always kind of like a wrong way also to see kind of wrong way because like people, uh, even though I say like people, let, they want to have comfortable clothes, so, but people do dress up in a way uh, comfortably. And um, so this is always also, also very interesting to see different fashion there. No? Mm. So like why people dress like this, why people dress like that. And then like depending on how, what which club you go to, sometimes some in some cl clubs you have to you dress just less you dress more kinky or mm. you more more um yeah more sexy and so on and then some are just very very puppy very queer with a lot of color and um so this is also very interesting now to see like oh mm. okay why why you why you do why why you you ask like why why they do this why why they wear like this mm. for example um yeah so this is the fashion part is also very interesting mm. to look at or just to look at shirtless guys. Basically, that also. <laughs> Which is yeah. also fashion. Which is also decisions. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, he could walk a bit more on his bicep. <laughs> <laughs> For example. What about you, Rudy? Um, I go there also to have this sense of letting go, to have a safe space, 
where I'm surrounded by people who are tripping on whatever substance they are experiencing, make them experiencing certain things. Mm. And such an overwhelming experience for me that I feel always um, um, that I want to experience such an overwhelming experience together with other people who are willing to experience something overwhelming. Mm. Ideally, with my friends around me, but I also appreciate it the time sometimes we all go together with other friends and then you know, right after the entrance like everybody's like okay have a good night see you later and then you do see each other like what queuing to the toilet or like sitting down chilling going to the bar whenever yeah so for me it's like this experience of something experiencing of so for me it's the idea of experiencing something overwhelming with other people who are willing to experience something overwhelming i really like that i think that's uh it's a very good summary yeah yeah i agree okay. to that uh, oh. what, what about you way can you relate mm, yeah i think so yeah i think um because generally in the club like people are more let go anyway so um it's also of course this is a chance you meet other people also and uh see what they do see what they take see what they drink and 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 so on like that and then yeah sometimes you just you really encounter nice people very different people international people and then i think if you have you if you have you have to work every day or study every day this is also a chance to 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 meet other people no so um this building also offer a lot of um chances to do that Mm. I, I can totally relate and it's fact it's always interesting to to keep this in mind and go clubbing like you, you meet people from very diverse life experiences life very diverse yeah. backgrounds cultural backgrounds uh, socio-economical backgrounds interests whatever you name it mm. um it's also know, very international i think international that's more true. and more yeah. that's true mm. yeah um yeah, it, it reminds me also a moment where um, oh, it was again in Grismule in cocktail that I was sitting on the sofa um, and then a guy was sitting next to me. Came I didn't know him before, um, and we started talking. And he explained to me that he comes from Syria, oh. and told me this crazy, crazy story of how he made his way to Berlin. Mm. through first of all to the mediterranean sea uh, to cross to greece or to, to turkey i don't know anymore going through the balkan countries east europe all the way somehow made it to come to berlin as a refugee jesus mm. and you know we sit there in a club and you're like wow this is like really interesting this experience not only that i would never meet this person uh, otherwise if i would be back in palestine israel but also because that this moment of being in a safe space that we both share a safe space mm. this is something very unique that i find very uh, beautiful about the fact the, the about clubs in mm. berlin true I, I think that's also like sometimes even you go with your friends uh you you learn some new aspect from them right some some new sides from them because i think at the end or uh, like if you dance until the morning and then at some point you sit down and then you talk a bit and then you all everyone's sort of exhausted but like exhausted from the party but like also very happy and then they're more willing to open open themselves and then True. start to talk about reveal some of their true stories no and then this is sometimes also a very good way to to know a bit more about your friends True. because they tell a bit more stuff that they probably will not share every day. Uh, they would maybe share their worries, their struggles, or their love, or whatever. So it's actually always when you when when I reach that with with my friends, it's always very beautiful moments for me. Mm. And then you just kind of like, or you holding each other's hand, you putting the arm around each other, you know. You're like saying city stuff, friendship forever, whatever. But it's like <laughs> in the moment, it's like very. Uh, it's always yeah, it's it very is. beautiful. No, I agree. I agree. There's always like moments between dancing that you kind of yeah ended up knowing your friends more. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Always good moments. 
Yeah, also, of course, you see the embarrassing stamp, so you're like, this is the part I don't want to know. They will know. forget. <laughs> no, they never forget. We just say, don't talk about it. What's happening in the club? Stay in the club. <laughs> no, but I do sometimes forget. and then But then I would, rem- I would remember, like, I don't know, like a month after, I was like, wait, did I do this? <laughs> did I say this? <laughs> what do they know? How much did I tell? <laughs> just don't ask. Don't ask again, yeah. Do you have some unforgettable moments you can share or that come to, to your mind when you now uh, spontaneously think about all the nights and days and months and years you have spent in the Berliner clubs? I think um, unforgettable night. Wow. <laughs> this can, can go very... Like, this can go very dirty. So. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I see. This one is really hard. That's yeah. why we hesitate. <laughs> That's why I said not safe for work. Not ah, for work. I see. Okay. Mm. But I actually have a question for you guys. Yeah. Like, what's the most annoying thing for you happening in a club? Good question. Like, what like annoys you? <laughs> I can start first. Yeah, okay, go ahead. No, I I don't like being talked to. No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, especially like by. By women. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I was gonna guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. And this sounds very chauvinistic, I know. But just, just you know, actually, I have many good girlfriends and so on. But just in the club, when I go dancing, I don't like to hang out with girls. And even with my friends. And like I have visitor, They come here. I would took them to a club. The girlfriends. And I would, I would say, oh, you know, have fun. Love you. Bye. You know, so this is... I And the dance floor... I normally don't like to hang out with girls. Normally I'm like nice for like 20 seconds, then I will run away because it's like... (laughs) I I, I totally get it why it's annoying that someone would interrupt you during meditation, especially in clubs. (laughs) But I wonder like if it's okay to ask, if you feel okay to share about it, why, why is it specifically women that would annoy you? Because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> because you cannot, you don't have any attraction to them. I think that's, yeah, I think the attraction is one thing and, um, it, yeah, you could be also guys, yes, okay, of course, yeah. yes. So let's summarize, sum, summarize it as not attractive people as you find them, not attractive that would interrupt you in your meditation. This is very annoying for you. Then I can totally relate. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Is there anything that annoys you the most? Annoys me the most. I mean, the fact because I keep on I'm talking to people usually, and what strikes me is that when you queue to the club, ah. you would be sometimes declined, or you see other people who are not allowed to enter. Mm-hmm. And this moment of like standing in the queue and uh, this uncertainty of how your night is going to look like, because you don't know if you will fit into the crowd or not. Mm by the gatekeeper mm. uh, this really strikes me uh, but every time I pass this uh, gatekeeper uh, I forget quite quickly about it uh, and then I let the yeah, night yeah, let begin go. yeah I let go oh, you mean you are af- like afraid you will not be let in and stuff yeah me or my friends or mm. I, I see other people that are uh, asked to leave and I, is, I, I, yeah. I, I know that how, how terrible this feeling is you know so Mm, true. Yeah. It to is quite stressful to, to like prepare and then go to a club is always a bit. Like to me, it felt like a big stress almost because like you have to, you have to like, you have to go there in the cold normally because we're in Berlin. It's always cold, and then the queue, and then like just before we go in is always. I'm always very stressed. Mm. Yeah, and just just because there is a one like a few person that will decide. If you get yeah, in or if you not. get in. But I mean, I always got in, but, mm. <laughs> but I'm still always stressed. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, I want to continue with another question. Um, so the next question is based on the and recognition that many people um, argue that clubbing in Berlin is a form of political or uh, social expression. So. Do you agree with this? I don't understand this actually. For me, why why is the political? What is the political? Yeah, no club yeah. for me. No, I I I I'm very simple. So I go there. <laughs> um, 
I, I, political is maybe interesting experience is one time I did go to um, 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 lesbian party. I was more lesbian and trans. Uh, like, so I went to a club. Um, it was also about like sexual, uh, sex positivity, mm-hmm. um, body positivity. So there was a lot of this kind of political message there already. And uh, it actually was, it, uh, I, I didn't know what kind of party that was. I just <laughs> went there and then realized it was like this. The name of the party was called uh, Fuck Your Gender. Oh. So obviously it's very political. I only realized later. Yeah. So when I entered it, so it, uh, it was 95% were uh, women or trans and so on. And they were all at least topless. And five percent were were guys, mm-hmm. and um, it was very interesting because in the uh, in the club like everywhere there were like sign to say like okay uh, to remind people like okay uh be be um don't trouble the other people be aware of concern mm-hmm. and and so you know like stuff like that you know be polite to to people and so on like that so like suddenly there were like many rules you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, it's a bit, a bit, a bit strange because like I never experienced going to a club where you read so many rules mm. there. Um, at the same time, it's also very comfortable because people are really nice, <laughs> very friendly. And yeah. then like if you like queue to go to the toilet, it's a very nice queue. You know, no one cutting the lines. Oh. Everyone is like very clean and neat you enter the toilet it's like oh my god so clean really <laughs> yeah oh everything is... so it was very like oh wow okay this is um this is toilet in heaven this this is very political <laughs> in that club clean, clean toilets <laughs> yes um, but it's a good example that you gave with, with certain rules i think sometimes like especially as queer queer individuals sometimes when we go clubbing there are so many things that are already obvious for us that we understand them As obvious you know like mm. so we don't really need someone giving us rules because mm. we already behave in a certain ways that we agree upon and so on mm. but the point is why when it becomes political or, or, or when this uh, social experience becomes political is precisely because you need to create spaces to experience this kind of of security that mm. you would not necessarily experience elsewhere right Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and this is this is also very interesting because um, because that was actually the first time I realized ah why there were there were also girls like to go to a pure gay club because they feel uh, safe. Yeah, and then they were not they were not like harassed by 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 other straight men and so on. So so actually that when I went to that club, I realized oh wow this is this is how it feels like oh like you don't they left you alone. Yeah, you don't have the because you, you don't have the the sexual sexual uh, attention there attraction and attention yeah. there. Mm. So it's purely about just dancing, and then obviously, like this is a very safe safe space, like did mm. Woody just say, yeah, to to enjoy enjoy themselves. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Ariel? Do you see clubbing as a political or social expression? Yeah, I think so. I think especially with the how sex positive body positive berlin is i think i really like that aspect i really like that if i go clubbing i can choose to be surrounded by queer people like you know just to know that i don't have to worry about what i'm wearing Cause sometimes like berlin of course you don't wear you don't you don't care what you wear but then like you wear something and then you You don't care you feel fine and then you like took the wrong street and then you like a bit felt a bit self-conscious sometimes and you feel a bit unsafe because you know it's not the like not always a queer space and then in I like that some clubs can provide this that you're like for the whole night you just don't care you know you you forget that aspect that you are not like the weird ones in the society you're not the queer ones in the society like everyone is queer You know, so you're like, like normal. Yeah, you're like everyone is like this, so whatever. Um, yeah, but then and then I also was talking to other queer friends, and then like we do, I think it is a form of like a, a political thing because then, like people make these spaces for us, you know, like 
Yeah, you see, like, maybe if, as a straight person, you just go to any party, you know, you don't have to be like, which queer party is happening this weekend, you mm. know, like, every party a straight person goes is a, their party, mm. kind of, basically. True. We have to sort of, is it queer, is it not, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And also, I, I totally relate, yeah. and I also think that there's always, like, this sense of level of queerness, mm. like, you can always describe the... the explore a club that is more queer than others, for yeah. example, right? Yeah. That allows more uh, sense of, of security and safe space for crowd that would, you would usually not see in other clubs, for example, yeah. that would also consider themselves queer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I want to ask you from your experience, uh, if uh, the COVID-19, if the pandemic uh, impacted the clubbing scene in Berlin, uh, to what extent? Do you feel any ch change in clubbing since before and after? I think uh, my experience with um, with KitKat, for example, uh, this is, used to be like my one of my favorite club, but uh, in the I think I have a feeling that after after um, pandemic, it becomes um, more touristic. Uh, used to be the kind of like goth punk kind of, like, of course, uh, gay queer whatever fetish party, uh. But like the time I went there last two times, uh, I didn't really have a good experience because first of all, um, I was suddenly very very judged by my by my look by how I dress. Uh, it was a party called Gagan, and normally this mm. is actually a, um. Uh, a gay party but with a used to be like gay party but with a lot of um straight people so in a sense queer mm -hmm. but back then you didn't you didn't call it queer you just it was just a party is like that mm -hmm. uh people will go uh, straight people will go there also and the gay people so it's a very nice mix um but after pandemic when i went there it become very like suddenly become very straight queer party so on the line, you will see a lot of people, um, they dress very fancily and, um, but they have, they're, they're actually straight, but they're like, str like straight queer. Dressing queer, but straight. Yeah, exactly. Like you can see that they're You straight. can see that, the attitude and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and, and I was queuing there, I feel like, okay, this is the vibe is very different now. And then, uh, at the doorman, suddenly there was like, um, it was a, it was a girl. Uh, I don't know where she's from, but she she was actually suddenly speaking English, uh, with this you know very American way, you know. Oh, hey, how are you? And and like this, and then I was suddenly feel like very awkward, because for me this was like, you know, this is like Berlin. This is like you know, it has this, I don't know communist socialist this this vibe. People never talk like that. And first of all, they were always talking German. So why suddenly this is like this American way of talking suddenly and then and then she asked me a question like uh, are you queer and I was like I was like feeling very weird like uh, okay yeah. you cannot tell <laughs> so I, I make actually make a joke I say well you cannot tell <laughs> and then she was like oh I'm not assuming anything here so oh you know like suddenly this very American way of talking I was like what the fuck is this you yeah, know I very see. weird and then I went inside with my friends and then they were just bunch of queer straight guys you know they dress all like slut <laughs> guys and they 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 are like um they're, they're straight boys and then like i think i even got like two or three times like like guys come to me and they say oh you are so cool like that uh, and i'm like uh, what's like like a bro way yeah okay, like i see that's annoying i'm okay. like what i'm suddenly i'm cool now in this club like what's going on you know very weird and and um and then, then i think a few months later i went again it was this menu again uh it was this same party again and this uh, menu <laughs> it was the same uh, i think same event and uh, then yeah. then i actually got uh, rejected <gasps> For the first time in Berlin, I wow. got rejected in a club, and then I was so surprised. And and I even talked to the uh, woman like um, I'm always uh, always let in, and she was like, "Yeah, nicht für heute." Uh, I think it was like the 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 club itself become probably 
after after pandemic, it was become very popular. Mm-hmm. Maybe through TikTok or social media, it become so popular. Like a lot of international people come, mm-hmm. and you it used to be more of this underground, mm-hmm. um, this this like fetish underground kind of things. And then suddenly it becomes so popular. It's in TikTok. You can see like people want to go there, mm-hmm. and this the 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 vibe change. Very much, it, it become more commercialized. Very, uh, which is actually a good thing for them. I'm not talking to to trash the club. Uh, <laughs> just saying, like the club the dy- dynamic change a lot, and uh, so now I know, actually, many of my great fr- gay friends don't go there anymore. Most is most actually like my strength straight friend are going there now. Um, okay. So I think the the club itself change quite a lot. The the style, uh, but meanwhile, also in Berlin, there are also other clubs. Opening up, so yeah, are, new smaller parties, no, and stuff, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, they're much more also. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Do, do you can you Ariel? Can you notice a difference uh, from uh, before and after Corona? Oh, I don't know. I just started like a bit before Corona. <laughs> I mean, I heard now it's. I mean, I'm not not. I heard. I know. Like now it's much more expensive. It's always uh, yes. like above twenty euros. Yes. Like at least also... to any parties, twenty three, with online booking, twenty three fifty. Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you feel any difference? For sure, the price. The price. For me, it became unaffordable. Mostly, I, I, I mean, before Corona, it was I mostly ten Google, euro or something. Yeah, fifteen euro was like the the kind of expensive ones. Yeah. Mm. But I also like remember I would go much more often clubbing because it was. More affordable to me now. Oh. I really like plan like maybe like month in advance, sometimes two months in advance. <laughs> I like need know. to look at my budget, <laughs> <laughs> look at your finances. Look at my right. finances. If you like. yes, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but also the fact that uh, uh, through Corona or or after Corona, I discovered the possibility of exploring new clubs, actually, also. Mm. Mm. Also because the price is a bit higher, so I have to look in different directions that I didn't consider before. Mm. Or people hear of people who went to other clubs and uh, find it interesting. And, and then you, you know. try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's also kind of uh, one of the impacts of the pandemic. Mm. Sisters, unfortunately, we don't have much time, but I want to, nevertheless to uh, lead you to the last question. Okay. Um, what would be something that you would recommend or give as an advice to a person who is interested in clubbing in Berlin, but haven't yet had the chance or experience it for themselves? Mm. My advice to them is don't talk to me if you say. Talk to me, talk to Udi, talk to Udi. Come to the side. I don't know. I think I think if you want to, I think the really recommendation or the advice if if I may is to just just go just go for it now. Like you never know what this night will will bring you. Mm. Like this is this is just so un like every night at least for me is so unexpected. So many things can happen, some some good, some bad. Mostly very good things and you end up with very nice surprises and then um you just have very good time and this is this good time so to say it's probably different from what you ever imagined before so yeah come with without any expectation and then just have a good time i would say like get a get a good friend to like line up with you because it could be i I, it could be intimidating if you haven't done it if you haven't been to a berlin club but like just just go and then be open um and then i feel like like be open and then what you experience it's going to be so different than you expected i would say and then bring like it's berlin dress warmly unless it's like in the middle of summer just like I don't know, bring a tote bag so you can put your stuff inside later, you can put it in the garderobe, uh, bring a snack, I would say, energy bring bars, a sna- oh. I would say, if you want to go along, I think I found that very, very helpful, I always bring a snack now. Really? <laughs> yes, I, I do, at least, at least just one bar, because then oh. and there's always a moment where you're like, oh my god, I'm so hungry, I want to die. And then yes, you need like, energy. Yeah, yeah, and then you like, usually you just need something small, and then it's like, it's fine. Um, yeah, and dress, dress, 
however what you want. Yeah. I think it's very important what you say just to to have this bag, right? You just yeah. said to this how do you call it like west a, bag a tote bag a tote bag. Yeah. yeah, I think this is like every Berliner has one. Yes. Yeah, like for a good reason. I think for, it's a. It's a it's a it's a it's a bag full of magic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what's inside that bag because I don't have one. <laughs> you know, we should get you one for the summer. I go with you, then you have one. Then, you know, right? <laughs> have everything inside. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tissue. Um. What? A snack. Cigarettes. Uh, extra lighter. Extra lighter. You ah. will miss your lighter. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Money. Money and other stuff, yes. and the the the, the note the, the, with the number for the garderoba. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take yes. a photo yes. of the note. <laughs> um, what about for you? You? I I don't. Uh, I I uh, schließe mich an. How do you say? It? I I include. Uh, I no. I you whatever ad- you say, I agree. You agree with I us, agree. Okay. and. Uh, I would say just listen again to our episode. I think we gave some <laughs> good information. Second loop. <laughs> Share this episode. Uh, unfortunately, guys, as I've said, we don't have much time. So let's say goodbye for now. Thank you so much for joining us and to share with us the journey of you going Thank to you. clubs in Berlin way and Ariel. Thank you for Thank the you. journey. Of yeah. course. Okay. Bye. See you. Go by the See you in the club. Bye. Bye-bye.